listening to the Melanie Minot show and thank you for subscribing on iTunes leaving your reviews and five-star ratings oh my gosh and you can leave other ratings but you guys have consistently been leaving five-star ratings I just saw a bunch of the reviews that we got this last week Kimmy Kim Kim C Chelsea 02 woo woo scientist Colleen Watt I read all of your reviews you guys are so awesome Mike they've been complimenting you too yay yeah, they said they, they love having my brother on the show. I got to keep you around. That's so good. Not it's because, fired. It's because of their reviews that you're here. <laughs> Personally, right, I wanted to ask. No, All I'm right. kidding. I'm kidding. Thank you guys, though, for real, for listening. Make sure that you subscribe on iTunes because that is the best way for you to find out when we have uploaded a new episode, you know, in case we're not on schedule, Yeah. which is we try to... Now the schedule's changed a little bit. We try to get them up by Tuesday evening, and that way Wednesday morning when you wake up out of bed, you can look and you'll have an alert that there's a new episode you can listen on your way to work. So we try to have them up by Wednesday. Try. Keyword, (laughs) try. But thank you guys a million times over. I really, really appreciate it, and I read every single review that you leave. Michael, my brother, co-host. I'm here. Yeah, he's here. You've been sticking with the podcast. Yep. I wasn't sure because I know it's, you know, it's kind of time consuming. Yeah, not that bad though. But you enjoy it. I do. And a lot of the listeners are interacting with you, I feel like, on social media now, which is really cool. Yeah. You guys can always follow my brother and mm-hmm. you can stalk him, see what he looks like, <laughs> go look back at pictures, all that stuff. His social media is... At Michael Glazner. On everything. Yep. So there you go. You can follow him. You can follow me at Melanie Minot, M-E-L-A-N-I-E-M-I-N-E-A-U on Snapchat and Instagram. Also on Twitter, tweet to Melanie M and Facebook, it's official Mel. We have a jam-packed show, so much to talk about. I've been screenshotting things that I've been seeing on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and everywhere and compiling it all for you guys, putting it in to the show. I cannot wait to talk about it all. The pizza chain Domino's, for starters, is now backpedaling big time. I'll tell you how their plan to spread holiday cheer has now been canceled. That's no good. I'm surprised that this was even a plan to begin with. (laughs) Wait (laughs) wait till you hear. Pizza brings everyone joy, so. That is true. That brings enough holiday joy all year round. Speaking of holiday joy, a woman on the Upper East Side of New York has got plenty Unfortunately, she lives across the street from the Grinch. Uh-oh. There's a little neighborhood beef going on. <laughs> Newville? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll tell you guys that full story and move over Snuggy. There's a new blanket in town and every basic chick wants one under the tree this year. <laughs> oh, no. Or for Hanukkah or any other holiday where you get a gift. The girls yeah. want this. So take notes, Michael. All right. And I know for a fact your girlfriend wants one because I saw her pin it. I think I know what it is. (laughs) I saw her pin it on Pinterest. And is it a jellyfish or a boob? I'll explain, but it is my favorite story today. We've also got a Michael birthday update for you guys. Uh Because happy belated birthday, Michael. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Mike's birthday was December 8th. Mm -hmm. He turned 31. Yep. And we had a blast. We 
Well, I'll wait and tell you what we ended up doing. But remember how we talked about your friends thinking that you were too old for a theme party? Mm-hmm. Well, I do. we got to tell all the listeners what you ended up doing. Give the update. Did you stick with the theme? Did you change the theme? Did you cancel it? Have to wait to find out. Spoiler alert. If you follow me on Snapchat, then you <laughs> already know that answer because I was snapping away this weekend. Domino's Pizza, though, they had planned to use real live reindeers to deliver their pizzas during the holidays over in Japan. Did you hear about this? I did not, but I would like for that to happen to my house. Wouldn't you? I would too. Yeah, that would be amazing. As if pizza isn't already amazing enough. Now you're going to tie in Christmas somehow and have reindeer show up at my front door. Why? Okay, so what? I need to know what happened. Okay, so apparently Domino's realized that they aren't as good as Santa is at controlling the reindeer. I can see that. They said, quote, this is the actual quote from Domino's, quote, it is difficult to control the reindeer. (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) Duh. And that's why they have now nixed the idea. They're not giving up entirely, though. And to this, I kind of want to just tell Domino's, stop trying to make fetch happen. Because now that they can get real live breathing reindeer, they have transformed all of their delivery motor scooters into reindeers instead. Oh, boy. Well, it's not a bad. I mean, still gives it the holiday spirit. Well, you couldn't like strap antlers on like a horse. I know. Just anything. Wouldn't that, I mean, just make it look kind of like a reindeer? These little electric scooters, by the way, look like golf carts, but half the size. You know, those yeah. ones that kind of have the rounded bubble oh, front? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's what they look like. And then they put fur on them and then they put antler. I mean, they. These things look so ridiculous, and I get what they're trying to do, and I'm all about holiday cheer, and you know I love freaking Christmas. Absolutely <laughs> love it, but it's definitely not the same as real reindeer. No. Yeah. I mean, do, do reindeers like pizza? That could be another problem. Start eating your pizza when you're trying to deliver it. Get trampled. Well, that's why Rudolph has a red nose, all that pizza yeah, sauce. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Marinara. <laughs> I I give them an A, though, for effort and for them deciding to, you know what, not give up. I'd still prefer a scooter dressed as a reindeer versus... Just a regular scooter? Yeah, or a car or whatever. I'm with you. I guess I'm with you. Put antlers on your car here in America. Make it happen. I've seen so many of those. I was in traffic the other day, and I felt like my car was underdressed for the season. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) There was. I was on the phone with our sister, Jessica, and I go... Jessica, oh my gosh, I feel like my car is seriously underdressed because I'm surrounded by reindeer antlers on the cars and then the red noses on the front. And then behind me, oh, the I haven't person, seen the red noses. Yes. I've seen bows. I've seen... There was a wreath on the SUV behind oh, me, too. Oh, yeah, I've seen the wreaths on the, on the, on the front. At one stoplight. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Christmas year is spreading. <laughs> and I, apparently, I have to invest. I bet they sell those on Amazon. I just know me and I know that I'm going to forget that I have antlers on my car and I'm going to roll down the window. Oh, it's such a gorgeous day. I roll down (laughs) the window, the antler goes flying, hit someone behind me. That would be my luck. Uh, But Michael, yeah, we have to talk about your birthday. That was this weekend. Well, it was last week. My birthday was last week. My birthday party was Saturday. Yes, exactly. And we talked about it on the podcast last episode about how his friends were saying he's too old for a theme party. And if you're going to have a theme party, then your birthday has to end in a zero at this point. But what did you end up doing? Uh, so we got a little bit of cold weather here for Florida. Cold. like <laughs> the, He says that loosely. <laughs> the was, high was 70. I had a sweater which, on <laughs> and I was dying by the end of the day. Yeah, it got a little, a little warmer than, than we 
hoped, but we were planning on doing a dress up like a tourist and it was going to be like shorts and everything, but then it temperatures got a little too cold. So we changed it to a ugly sweater, bicycle bar crawl. So everyone wore their ugly sweaters, Santa hats, that whole deal. And then we went to all the local breweries around. And it was such a success. Yeah. It was so much fun. Tons of people came. I loved that towards the end of it too, A, people started, well, you guys actually kept on your bikes for a while. Yeah, we the stayed whole the, yeah, the whole entire night. But I like that further on in the night, other people who were celebrating ugly Christmas sweater parties and stuff started showing up. So it looked like your birthday <laughs> turned quadrupled in, yeah. <laughs> and that you knew everybody in St. Pete, Florida, and they were all celebrating your birthday. Yeah, there was another Santa bar crawl going on that day. So like as the night went on, you just saw more and more people dressed up in ugly sweaters and Santa hats and everything else. I saw a guy dressed as an entire Christmas tree. It was amazing. <laughs> he had a star on his head and everything. I wish and I the, saw that the guy. lights worked. Yeah. It was amazing. So we had a great time. And I just wanted to put that out there because if you were thinking about having a themed party and you were wondering, mm, am I too old for this? Are people going to dress up? Turns out if your friends are like our friends, they're down for a theme party. Yeah. And everybody like I was very surprised how many people actually dressed up. I figured a couple people would throw on a Santa hat and be like, I'm over this. But people were fully decked out, like ordered things from like Amazon or whatever. Yes. To to dress for the occasion. So it's pretty sweet. And if you haven't ordered your sweater yet, you know you can on Amazon. Just head over to MelanieMinot.com. There's an Amazon link on the front page. If you just click that little logo for Amazon, it'll take you to basically a world of shopping <laughs> and you can order whatever it is. If you need to pick up some Christmas presents too, you can do that on there as well. And so you're already doing something that you would normally be doing and it helps support this little here podcast that could. Thank you, by the way, to everyone who has been using that link because believe it or not, people do. I was surprised. Well, that's good. <laughs> I mean, I know I ask people, please yeah. go use this link. But to then have people remember and make a point to instead of just going to Amazon to go to MelanieMinot.com. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's kind of a lot to ask for people these days. Because they're in the Christmas spirit. Well, thank you, guys. I super, super appreciate it. And uh, this lady definitely has some Christmas spirit. This story is from the Upper East Side of New York. This socialite who is super loaded, Lisa Maria Falcone. She is the wife of a hedge fund billionaire, Philip Falcone, in case anyone just happens to know mm -hmm. Philip Falcone. It's not Falcon. <laughs> Falcone. But they are so loaded that they own not one, not two, but three adjoining one, East 67th <laughs> East 67th Street townhomes. Every holiday, she decides to do a holiday display out in front of the townhomes. I mean, it's basically a city block, or yeah. half of a city block. And... She did one for Halloween, and that got a lot of buzz on the internet. But this time, she's getting buzz for all the wrong reason reasons. Her neighbor across the way, Nick Wilder, a.k.a. the Grinch, yeah. who stole <laughs> Christmas, like he has had enough. He's talking to the New York Post about his lawsuit that he has now filed against the woman, oh. saying that she has got to take down this Christmas display. He's suing her. For what? Being too happy when he leaves his apartment? <laughs> I know. I've, I, honestly, I don't know. But he's saying that it's just, it's obnoxious. Quote, it's not like she plays it a half hour every day. It's on from 7 a.m. to midnight. I like a Christmas song on Christmas Day. Okay, that's his first problem. Yeah, seriously. Uh, Christmas music starts the day after Thanksgiving. So 
Get yeah. used to it. And if you're not starting it the whole entire month of December, at least the whole month of December, if you're not starting right after Thanksgiving, then you are Christmasing wrong, my friend. We had Christmas music playing at Thanksgiving while we were eating Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> We'd literally had Christmas music playing. So like this dude needs to get over it. And my favorite part was that we were eating Thanksgiving, <laughs> Friendsgiving with Rachel and Rachel's Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she loves Christmas music she loves just Christmas as much so as much, we yeah. do. She's or this guy though. The Grinch says, "I like a Christmas song on Christmas Day, but I'm tired of hearing jingle bells like seven or eight hundred times a day." I found an actual clip of what this lady's front area of her townhomes looks like, and take a listen. Imagine hearing this, according to him, seven eight hundred times a day. If you live <laughs> across the street. She has animatronic reindeer in the front, so they're moving. Yeah. Oh, and they're not those light ones. You know the ones that people reposition to mm -hmm. do dirty things in yeah. people's front yards? These aren't them. These are $1,000. I mean, these things must be so expensive. They look stuffed like robotic. Real reindeer. Yeah. They're stuffed, and they have the antlers and the whole thing. These things look so legit. And it's just that same song over and over again. I I don't know. It was just he says Jingle Bells is the one that he's personally <laughs> sick of, and that was Jingle Bell Rock. If we want to be, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> if we want, yeah, to be there's specific. a big difference between Jingle Bells and Jingle Bell Rock. Santa Baby is another one that they play. Grandma got run over by a reindeer, so no, it's not the same song on loop. Whatever. Those are you, he. She first of all, she needs to get on that Michael Bublé Pandora. So <laughs> that's where that's she's her, gone wrong already. That is, you're right. It doesn't sound like anything would please this dude, though. Yeah, Come on. Not. And and guess what, Nick Wilder? The display isn't for you, you a-hole. It's for <laughs> everybody else walking by, enjoying their mm -hmm. their time in New York during the holidays. And he just made it worse for himself because now he drew attention to it. And now more people are going, oh, I want to go see the Christmas decorations over on whatever. E67. There you go. Heck yeah, you're planning on visiting New York? Go check out uh, Lisa Maria Falcone. Mm -hmm. She's awesome. I'm going to call her Mrs. Claus. You go, girl. And then start caroling on Nick's doorstep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> knock, knock on his door repetitively. <laughs> his favorite song is Jingle Bells, yes. in case you were wondering. One of the most popular gifts on Etsy right now is giving the Snuggie a run for its money. Mm. And I'm talking about the mermaid tail blanket. Yeah, boy. A.K.A. a leg straight jacket or a slanket <laughs> is what it's being called. Oh, God. <laughs> A slanket, in case you are not familiar with what a slanket or a mermaid tail blanket is, it's pretty simple to envision it. It's a mermaid tail made out of a knit blanket. Yep. And then you can just wiggle your little body in there. Yep. And then you too can look like a mermaid <laughs> while you're lounging on your couch. Yeah, and forget that it's on and when you stand up you trip and fall on your face. <laughs> How many, like over and over and over again. I want to see, want to see them dancing. <laughs> oh. Oops. <laughs> oh yeah i know there's there should be some fails or they should make it definitely is going to be they should make just some spoofs or whoever's wearing it just scare the crap out of them when they jump up they're going down <laughs> can't they walk are. in those things it's like you hogtied their legs <laughs> yes exactly hope there's not a fire well now these things are selling like hotcakes there's an online fashion retailer called blue vanilla they have already sold more than 11 thousand mermaid tail blankets just this december 20 something dollars a pop i'm sure yeah and and that's on the lower end too there's some that are really expensive handmade ones on etsy 
if you don't care if it's handmade, just <laughs> search around a little bit because there's also some 1999 <laughs> ones and you can find them on Amazon as well. There's already though with Blue Vanilla, this website, there's already a thousand people on the wait list waiting I don't for mermaid get it. tails. I do not get it. Ariel I saw the pictures and I'm like, you look ridiculous, lady. Like all the pictures. I don't know. <laughs> I think it looks awesome. Doesn't appeal to me. <laughs> it just doesn't appeal to me, I guess. I can get down with a regular regular old blanket. I don't necessarily need one in the shape of a mermaid tail, but it's pretty cool. They're estimating that 6,000 are going to be sold before Christmas. That's pretty good. Well, whoever's whoever, I don't know, got this trend going, good for them cuz they're cashing in. I saw it uh, I saw a couple of them pinned forever ago, but I guess the trend really started picking up in October. It was getting pinned more. People were sharing it more. Obviously, people were purchasing more of them. The person for a rep for Blue Vanilla said it's a nice gift because it's useful, but also fun. <laughs> yeah, well, and I would agree with that statement. In case you were trying to figure out, hmm, what do you get the person who has everyone or just your girlfriend? There you have it. The mermaid blanket. Mermaid tail blanket. It's the Tamagotchi of this Christmas. <laughs> What? That was the <laughs> most recent reference you could come up with. I couldn't think of Tamagotchi, fourth grade. It's the Furby of this Christmas. Yeah, perfect. It's the Tickle Me Elmo of mm-hmm. this Christmas. Oh, God, I forgot about that thing. What else? What else was there? I don't know. I don't know. That was the really cool thing to have. Uh, I don't know. I was thinking Beanie Babies, but I don't think, was there a particular Christmas Beanie Baby? I don't mm-hmm. know if there was some holiday ones. Yeah, I did have a Christmas Beanie Baby. It was a bear. It had a little holly leaves on it, but that wasn't the hot gift yeah the new hot gifts i don't understand most of my see i'm like what is this why would you want this yes the hatchables i don't get i don't get that either but well you see you get the egg i'm also not five (laughs) and then then you have the egg and then you have to warm it up you have to incubate it that is creepy and then in about a half an hour so disturbing (laughs) there's gonna be children like laying on top of this egg (laughs) i don't don't know it's just weird that's weird And then after a half an hour, the egg hatches Mm -hmm. and then they get their little stuffed animal inside. Yeah. I just don't like that it's so, so, it's over so quickly. You know what I mean? If I was a four week commitment to these poor little kids. uh, Yes. If I was a parent, I would want that thing to take forever. I'd say, John, John, don't you move off that egg. (laughs) Set a timer every 28 (laughs) minutes. Throw that sucker in the freezer. (laughs) Is that what it takes? I don't know. You said 30 minutes. So (laughs) just right before it goes off, just reset it Uh somehow. I don't know. I would just think if I was a parent, I would want it to last a lot longer than that. Nowadays, everyone's got to have it. Oh, it's over in 30 minutes. What the heck? Attention span. No. The kids are going to throw it away if it doesn't hatch in 30 minutes. <laughs> Move on to the next <laughs> that, toy. That is true. I remember Tamagotchis, though. They, I thought they took at least a day to hatch. Remember when you'd first get the new one or you'd reset it on the back once yours died? Well, what am I thinking of? What, I'm thinking of the egg. It was like an egg and it was a little black and white video game. Yeah, that's a Tamagotchi. Oh, yeah. Oh, they were, they did start in an egg. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, I don't know. That thing, that egg actually took a real commitment. It did. Cleaning up their poop. You get home from school and it's just like your whole egg is just full of it. Flies everywhere. They should give those to people when they're contemplating having a child. Some <laughs> yeah. people need to not have kids. And when they they he's dying, they'll throw it up against the wall and be like, nope, don't need a kid yet. <laughs> no, you just get a mechanical pencil and then you poke the little button in the back and you hold yeah, it and for 30 seconds. It. Yeah, and reset it. Exactly. But I could I could think of some people who probably should test out a Tamagotchi before they have a living human being. Tamagotchi, then a fish. <laughs> Here is a gift that I never would have thought of, but it is absolutely genius and totally unrelated to a Hatchable or a Tamagotchi. This could have been my heart happy story for today's show because it is just so darn sweet. But this is 
this is awesome. And I cannot wait till I'm not broke someday so I can do this. A secret Santa is what they're calling him has now settled every overdue lunch balance at a Pennsylvania elementary school. An anonymous man has given much needed financial, a little financial boost to families of children attending an elementary school in Pennsylvania. The guy does not want to be guy or woman. Right. Does not want to be identified, which is a real true act of kindness. I absolutely love that. But he went to H.W. Good Elementary School. This is what we do know about the person is that their daughter attended the school back in the 1980s. So I don't know if they financially had a hard time and maybe couldn't pay the lunch bill back then. So they wanted to do it for somebody else now. I'm not sure. But this is what's really cool is that 44 students at the elementary school had overdue lunch balances because most of them are from underprivileged families and Mm -hmm. they just can't afford it. The stranger went in there and paid off more than $900 in overdue lunch balances. Dang, that's pretty legit. And you get to do a really good thing for not like all that much money. I mean, $900 is like a lot to me and my friends. I mean, that's but a lot of money for yeah, me. Yeah, it is. Too. But if you're like a successful, like a really yeah. successful person, like 900 bucks is nothing and you get to make a whole bunch of people happy. A whole bunch of people who need it. Because mm-hmm. in the back of those parents' head, you know, or in the back of their mind, they're thinking, oh, I still owe the school $50. Or they're getting that letter, yep. you know, right before Christmas. Hey, starting oh, yeah, off the new again. year, you got to pay the $50 you owe for the lunches. He took it a step further, too. He asked the school's principal, is there one student in particular that just has a very, very large balance? Mm-hmm. I want to pay for his or her lunches for the rest of this month as well. Dang, that's awesome. Yeah. Good I mean, that's a good surprise. If you're that parent, you're obviously struggling and falling behind with paying for the lunches. And then you get the whole entire month paid for. I mean, that is just so, so cool. I love that they're dubbing them a secret Santa. (laughs) It's so cool. What a great secret Santa. If you were thinking, hmm, I wanted to do something. There you go. Go to your local school. Ask if there's an unpaid balance. Yep. Go drop a thousand bucks. Make a bunch of people feel good. Yeah. And it might not even be a thousand dollars. I mean, that was a a lower income area. But I'm sure if you go, I mean... That's probably where you would want to go. Yeah. I'm just saying it could be more than that. But I think it's really, really cool. Even if you can't pay off the full sum, you know, maybe say, hey, who are the kids that are in the most need and then pay off their balances? That'd be pretty cool. The principal, the principal spoke to ABC News and said, we were stunned and so thankful. We have a lot of families in really hard times right now, and he is making such a difference in their lives. She was sworn to secrecy, though, over the man's identity, just that their or the man or woman's identity, just that their kid attended the school back in the uh, 1980s. Pretty cool. I love that. This was pretty cool. Too bad it's fake. Mm. Have you seen the Happy Hour playset toy that's going around online? I have not. You haven't seen this? Oh, my gosh. It is awesome. But it's totally fake. I mean, when I saw it, I knew it was fake. But I guess there's some pretty dumb people out there that (laughs) thought this was real. Fisher Price, there are so many people, Mike, that thought that this happy hour play set. Imagine those kitchenette sets that mm-hmm. we would have when we were younger from Fisher Price. Yeah. Okay, imagine that, but instead it's a bar. And then the, it shows in the, the picture, too, there's a bartender behind the bar. And there's a couple, oh, that's awesome. There's a couple little toddlers standing in front of the bar. It's so funny. And the, the two kids in the front are holding plastic beer bottles, and they're saying it's the, the must-give or must get. <laughs> people try, probably tried to order that. Oh, I'm sure. That's Our brother thing. would have tried to order that. Chris would definitely <laughs> get online and try to order that. <laughs> the Fisher Price Happy Hour playset is what, and it, the image does look real. So yeah. they obviously took toddlers right. and the logo and stuff from other pictures of playsets. 
Oh, and it was it was created by meme maker Adam Padilla on Instagram started going viral so much so that then Fisher Price started receiving tons of Twitter complaints. Oh, I'm sure. Yes. People were furious. So, so many people believed that this um, happy hour place that was real, that Fisher Price had to address it, saying that they never endorsed, produced, or approved this item. I want to know how many people requested to buy, like, why isn't this on your page? I can't find it. How do I get this? Will it be ready for Christmas? Oh, I think it is so great. But yeah, they Fisher Price is saying they appreciate the obvious love of the brand. Very, yeah. very PC. <laughs> yeah. The love of the brand, but they did not endorse, produce, or approve it. So if you were hoping to buy your kid the happy hour play set, you're SOL. Back to looking for a hatchable. Shark tank idea. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you have to have seen, okay, I know you didn't see the happy hour play set, but you had to have seen the guy who punched the kangaroo. I did see okay. the guy that punched the kangaroo. Everybody has seen the guy who has punched the kangaroo. And in case you haven't, search that on Google immediately and then go watch it. You're probably going to watch it 10 times. <laughs> it's totally worth it. Yeah. A kangaroo is grabbing a dog, this guy's hunting dog, and he's trying to strangle it. The kangaroo is definitely trying to kill this dog. Has the, it in a headlock. Yes. The man goes up and punches the kangaroo square in the face. <laughs> he does, yeah. <laughs> he jumps like out of the back of his truck runs over to save the dog and the kangaroo lets go of the dog and the dude just squares up with the kangaroo like he's a boxer like he's <laughs> like he's in a boxing match and the kangaroo's looking at him like what are you gonna do and the guy punches him in the face just square the jaw and the kangaroo like his head goes back and then he looks at the guy like what in the hell just did you just punch me <laughs> And then the kangaroo just stares at him blankly for 30 seconds and the guy like runs and the guy just turns around and runs away and the kangaroo is just so confused as what the hell just happened. And the guy saved his dog. Yep. Needless to say, people absolutely love this video. They're saying it's the best online video of 2016. They're saying that it's the gif and meme and most awesome video that has saved 2016. Man, it's it's <laughs> They said it's been a rough year, but this video saved the year. It's freaking crazy because the kangaroo's like... If you have ever seen a video of a kangaroo fighting, they'll stand up on their tail. They like use their tail for balance and they kick with their back legs. Like that dude could have been destroyed. Like that came so surprised. When I was watching the video for the first time, I was like, oh, here, he's going to get kicked. I thought for sure he was going down, the dude. Oh, I thought that there was, I thought there was going to be more of a little brawl. I thought, okay, he's going to whack the kangaroo, but then the kangaroo is going to kick back or something. Yeah, if you Google kangaroos flexing, you'll also see they are crazy. Strong. They look like they're on steroids. I know. They stand up as tall as they can and they flex their arms and chest and they're ripped. Absolutely like ripped. They look like muscle bodybuilder <laughs> it dudes. Doesn't. It's crazy. It's terrifying. And I've heard, I mean, I've never met one personally, but I have heard that they're mean, that they're not <laughs> friendly creatures. <laughs> I don't think you can walk up and start petting them, but yeah. maybe. Well, I'd like to think so. Apparently, you can just punch them. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Of course, there's animal rights groups who are not too happy with this, but the guy is saying, listen, I'm not going around just punching kangaroos <laughs> in the face. The, the kangaroo was trying to freaking kill my dog. Yeah. So he was just trying to save man's best friend. Turns out there is so much more to this video, though, and I didn't know about this, and this is why I wanted to put it on the podcast. Did you hear about what they were actually doing out there in the first place, this guy with his dog? Mm, I thought they were hunting, but I don't know what. So they were hunting, but they weren't on just a normal hunting trip. They were actually on an organized hunting trip that was organized by the Make-A-Wish Foundation. 
for this 19-year-old, Calum Barwick, who suffered from a rare form of cancer. He ended up going on this hunting trip with the guy. The guy's hunting dog ends up getting attacked by the kangaroo. The guy goes out there, punches him in the face. The video goes viral. Turns out that the 19-year-old said that it was basically the highlight of the entire thing. (laughs) Yeah, because he just watched a man punch a kangaroo. Exactly. So here, his last dying wish, this is not made up to, this is from CNN.freaking.com. Okay. So it's official. This is official. And Calum Barwick, he went on this this adventure, this hunting thing, and that was all he really wanted. But then it way surpassed his expectations because he got to see a guy square up and punch a kangaroo. Still can't believe it, that kangaroo didn't just kick him. <laughs> I don't know. The kangaroo was so shocked. He couldn't believe it just happened. He couldn't believe it. Unfortunately, the 19-year-old did end up dying. But according to mm-hmm. his, his family and his sweetheart, who he married in his hospital room right before he passed away, they said that the kangaroo encounter was the highlight of the trip, and then the story really packed a punch oh, oh, nice. after that. So obviously, it's so sad that he he passed away, but how cool that that was what you wanted to do, and then it got just next So level. much better. It yeah. just got so much better. This story is out of Australia as well. Oh, <laughs> This is my favorite story of the day, I think. I, I don't know. Oh, I Better than s- punching a kangaroo. I don't know. My heart happy story is so good. Oh. I've already watched it twice. I cried. I got chills. <laughs> but this one is just hysterical. It is so funny. A man walked. This sounds like a, the beginning of a joke, okay? A man walked into a police station holding a jellyfish. This is definitely like a beginning of a joke. <laughs> but it's not. A priest walks into a bar. <laughs> This is true. It's from Queensland, Australia. He comes in holding a jellyfish and he says, listen, uh, I want to turn this in because I think that I found a woman's breast implant. He assumed that it must have been evidence from a homicide or a drowning. Oh, God. So he said, listen, this, you know, you need to identify this boob and find out who it belongs to because you could have a dead person on your hands. Well, Police officers at the local police station, they got everyone. It's the Queensland Sunshine Coast, I guess, police station. They got everybody on deck and went and looked at the the item, the boob in question, because they were thinking, <laughs> hmm, who could this belong to? They started researching it more, only to find out it was a jellyfish. <laughs> but let me tell you, from the photo that the Queensland Police Service tweeted, it does look like it could have been a breast implant. So he like put it in a bag or something? It wasn't a The guy brought it in a bag. Yeah. He actually picked it up, thought he was all CSI. Where did he pick it up from? The beach? <laughs> He's like swimming in the water. He's like, well, what is this? You know, the story doesn't say where he found it. I hope it was the beach. Even if it was the beach or he was fishing, he thought that someone may, might have drowned. Yeah. Well, if some, maybe he had never been to the beach before and didn't know jellyfish looked like that. Maybe. So he brought in the... The uh, jellyfish, or what he thought was a breast implant in the bag, or breast implant in the bag, brought it to them. They actually did look at it as if it were evidence and, yeah. and try to narrow down, okay, what, you know, what exactly are we looking at? Only to find out, like I said, that it was a dead jellyfish. I just absolutely love, though, that police stations now have Twitter because they tweeted out a photo of one of the female officers holding up the tagged, I mean, it's tagged <laughs> yeah. as evidence. Yeah. In the bag, jellyfish that looks like a breast implant, and it says, quote, make no bones about it. 
evidence presented at Maracaidor Station smelt fishy from the start, resulting in a unique bust. Hashtag (laughs) CSI Marine. That's it pretty is, funny. It is just too good. And imagine if you work at that police station. I mean, that's a story that you just tell forever. I want to know how far, like, how far did the testing go? Did they have to give know. it to their forensic guy? Like, oi, test this. We think we found <laughs> someone's breast out there. <laughs> Why are you so good at that? <laughs> I don't even, I couldn't even do that. God. Oh, that is hysterical. But then who's the, the, the guy who's doing the forensic testing and he comes back Don't saying. And it's just like... You guys are a bunch of wankers. <laughs> this is a bloody jelly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's so good. It, it, that is such a good story. I will share it on my Facebook. It's official, Mel, in case you want to read it in its entirety and see the photo and the tweet from the police station. Uh, this is creepy as hell. Speaking of breast implants, apparently you don't have to invest in, invest in them anymore. Yeah, you just go to the beach and pick them up <laughs> out of the water. <laughs> No, No, instead, you can just pay for the app Facetune 2. You've heard about Facetune, the original version, right? It's a super popular app. People use it to eliminate blemishes on their face or reduce wrinkles. Oh, okay, yes. I see these uh, all the time. People post it. I'm like, okay, clearly this is not what you look like. It's almost like blurry. It's like so... Photoshopped. It's bl- your skin is blurry. Yes. It's like, what? Okay. Or glowing. Yeah. Just you look ridiculous, like a cartoon yeah. or something. Sometimes I just want to tell them in a private message, "Hey, just lay off whatever Facetune thing you're using." Here's what's ridiculous: is that the app has been so popular, though, that the company has now introduced a newer, creepier plastic surgery-ish version called Facetune Two. The app allows you to change the size of your nose, chin, face, and mouth using real-time facial recognition. That's going to go well for dating apps. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, forewarning, if you're on Tinder and the girls start getting hotter, that's because Facetune 2 has just debuted. And you can, I mean, it's un- it's unreal. You can give yourself a nose job. Yeah, that's weird. Right there. And it it's if you're thinking, okay, I have Facetune and you can already fix things on your face. This allows you to really, it it scans your face and then you can pull out your nostrils, pull in your nostrils. Well, maybe if you're thinking about getting plastic surgery, you can try this out first. See how you look. There you go. You can. (laughs) A little test model. And then upload it on Instagram. You get more likes than your last photo. You know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You got to do whatever makes you happy. And if that's using this creepy ass app called Facetune 2 to change your face, then I don't know. Do do (laughs) you. This is not for me, but I hope someone's using it right now while listening on the podcast. (laughs) Just looking in the mirror. Damn. (laughs) Damn it. She knows I pinned my ears back. (laughs) Moving from something that is totally awful, in my opinion, to something that is totally awesome. Amazon is opening a grocery store with no checkout line. That's mm-hmm. right. Not to be confused with no checkout person, no cashier. Cause, yeah, not self-checkout. Yeah, not self-checkout. This is no checkout line at all. Kind of Big Brother-ish, a little bit, if you've watched the video for this. But the place is going to be called, I guess, an Amazon Go store. Mm-hmm. And Mike, you know more about it than I do, really. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just heard about it. I think I sent it to you. It's just a, it's a grocery store right now in Seattle, I think. And you just walk in. So you have to download, you download the app. And I guess you like turn on the it's app. Called Amazon you, Go. Yeah. And you like turn it on when you go in the store. 
and somehow the store recognizes what you take off the shelf and what you put back and and then you just walk out you just walk out i would feel like i was shoplifting that's i don't know how they're going to prevent that from happening I mean, I guess they'll know and they'll have cameras. This is just, they must have security officers. Well, that's there. what I'm very, I'm just blown away by that the technology is even there to allow it to happen. Like you take something off the shelf and just replace it with a rock, like something that weighs similar and just try to swap it out. Um, no, out. Michael, hello. Everybody knows that the technology is there. Have you never taken something out of a mini bar? No, not, no, I don't, I don't go to, my hotel rooms aren't fancy enough for mini bars. Oh, okay. Let's get real. Well, when I was, when <laughs> I was staying motels. for work, <laughs> when I was staying for work at the MGM Grand out in Vegas and my best friend Whitney was there with me, I didn't know, I am so just, I'm really naive and just not all that smart sometimes. And I knew, I had I'd heard people say, oh, if you take something out of the mini bar that, you know, it'll, it has yeah. a sensor and they know. The only mini bars, hotels that I go to, they have like, uh, like a latch on it. And if you, if you like break the seal and then they know to like check the mini fridge to see what you've taken out of it. Well, this one didn't have a latch or anything, but I was just in there going, ooh, look at the mini bar. Look at what's in yeah. here. And I was pulling stuff out. And I thought that it was just, you know, they check it and see, and then they charge you. So if I put it back, I didn't realize yeah. that I was going to get charged for it. Anyway, I got the charge removed, but there was this black box in there. And I thought, ooh, what's this? And Whitney was like, what the hell are you holding? You can't take stuff out of there. You're going to get charged. The sensor knows when you take stuff out. It ended up being this the kinky only in Vegas. It was like a kinky fetish kit. <laughs> it had lubricant. It had this eye mask. Oh, that's funny. It was like a Fifty Shades of Grey yeah. little kit that they yeah. had in the MGM Grand hotel rooms. FYI, in case you're planning on staying there, you don't yeah. have to pack your own people. <laughs> they supply it for you. Anyway, I disputed the charge because the the package was unopened. Yeah. Well, this store knows when you put it back. See, Vegas isn't up with the technology yet. I know this. This store would have known that you didn't take it, and they wouldn't have charged you for it. See, Amazon, man, Amazon is taking over the world. Mm -hmm. One mini fridge at a time. Yep. <laughs> the, for, the first store, by the way, is open in Seattle, as Michael mentioned, but it is not open to the public, open to the public. It is at the Amazon headquarters, and right now it's only open for the employees. They are going to start launching all the stores, though, early next year to the general public. What? This is so cool. Yeah, I hope it actually happens because the Publix that we go to here, that's right by both of our houses, Ugh. is the worst grocery store on the planet. Did you Publix, just go there today? Is that why you're no, talking about it? No, I just dread it every time I have to go, even for the smallest thing. I want to go for just a case of waters. It's like my own personal hell. <laughs> it is so bad. And I'll give people a backstory about why this particular Publix is so bad, is that there is a bus stop right in front of, of the Publix. And like a big bus stop with like five. It's a hub. Yeah, it's like a hub. It's a hub. And a lot of what I guess the bus stop before that is the hospital where all the mental patients are. Yeah. Because you didn't know that. No, but oh, it yeah. makes sense. because They're all talking to themselves out there. They're all talking to themselves and they all have some of them have hospital gowns on. Yeah, There's like a lot of people in wheelchairs and stuff. There's yeah, a lot of bad. wheelchairs. Exactly. So the stop before that is the hospital where there's this big um, psychiatric ward and stuff. And people, I guess, once they get discharged, and I'm not trying to make light of mental illness or anything like that. I'm just saying that they only take the bus to one stop. <laughs> it's the Publix. And it's to Publix. Well, everybody likes Publix. And they're all outside, fresh out of the hospital. Didn't you notice that they all have their hospital bracelets no, on? No, but yeah, I don't know. I thought something might be up because they are definitely all talking to themselves and stuff out there. 
Yeah. But anyway, so the in the Publix is really small. It's right downtown. It's the only Publix within a couple miles away. And so everybody goes there and it is just sucks. It's, so if really I could just walk in, <laughs> grab what I want and walk out without having to wait in line, like, yes, please. I want that. Amazon. I, I absolutely would love that too. Your first test store, downtown St. Pete. Do it. <laughs> For real. Uh, I end up driving to Trader Joe's. It's worth it. That's how much I dread going <laughs> yeah. to that public. Everyone it's just does. Awful. It really is. It's just awful. On the way, I've got some celebrity news. I'll tell you why we may see Ronnie from the Jersey Shore. There's a name you didn't think you were going to hear on today's yeah, show. Yeah, no kidding. On Keeping Up with the Kardashians. What? This is some weird reality show incest thing going on. I don't know. I'll explain it. And Sofia Vergara is being sued by her own embryos. That's a real story. And what? that's on the way. You can help support the show, though, and apparently help support Amazon as yeah. well. So we can get these Amazon Go stores going. All you have to do is head over to MelanieMinot.com, M-E-L-A-N-I-E-M-I-N-E-A-U.com. There's an Amazon logo on the front page. If you click that, it's an affiliate link. So whatever shopping you do, if you're a prime addict, if you got some Christmas shopping you need to do under the radar, don't have time to get away, time to get away from the kids, whatever it is you want to do your shopping online, do it through that link and it helps out this here little podcast that could. So go ahead, get your holiday shopping done and spread some holiday cheer for me to hear. <laughs> Thank you. Mermaid tails, buy them. <laughs> yes, buy tons and tons of mermaid tails. Get a whole school of mermaids. There you go. <laughs> time for some celebrity news. Reports are now surfacing this week claiming that Kim Kardashian West and Kanye West are on the verge of a split. Different sources are conflicting, though. Us Weekly is saying that Kim Kardashian straight up wants a divorce. But then there are other news outlets that are saying, no, 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 they're just going through a rough patch right now because of Kanye's mental health crisis. But they're not close to the breaking point as of yet. What do you think? Do you think that that's just a recipe for disaster from the start? Kim yeah. Kanye? Well, yeah. Before, Kanye? Yeah. Before anything even happened, you knew that was going to go down in a ball of flames one way or another. Really? Yeah. I thought they were just so... They're both equally crazy, so it's just going to work? I just... Yeah. I kind of thought that they were both so self-absorbed and so into materialistic things. And I, I don't know. I thought that their kind of craziness would work because everybody's got a somebody. And if you don't believe that, go to Disney. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Everyone's got a somebody. And I thought Kanye West and Kim Kardashian, I thought that they were each other's somebody. I thought yeah. they were each other's person. I don't know about that. I think that... Well, that whole family just drives people bonkers. So it's not surprising at all. It's like three <laughs> dudes now have it's, gone off the freaking, oh, gone off the deep end. That's terrible. It's not the women's fault. Yeah, it is. Poor Lamar. Is he still around? We got to find him somewhere. He's out. There, gone. Divorce, the other guy, Scott, he's Well, cuckoo. Scott and Courtney are actually back together. They've been back together oh, for a couple months well, now. there you go. See? Learn yeah, something new. Exactly. But of course, you know, he has checked into rehab several times and all of that. Well, but I'm happy that Scott's on the straight and narrow. He's doing well. And I always want to see people work out, especially when they have kids. One thing she is not ready to call it quits on, though, is this legal battle that she now has with her sisters, Khloe Kardashian and Kourtney Kardashian, against Black China. So Rob Kardashian's baby mama and on again, off again, fiance, girlfriend, <laughs> whatever she is, because Black China has requested to trademark Angela Renee Kardashian. Since if she legally marries Rob Kardashian, then legally that would be her name. Yeah, I would definitely do it if I was her. I know I'm not saying that I blame her at all, but then at the same time, I see the flip side 
because I totally don't blame Kim, Chloe, and Courtney for saying, uh-uh, you are not going <laughs> to use us to... Make cash in. Exactly. They're saying that she is deliberately seeking to profit from the goodwill and popularity of the Kardashian name. Duh. Duh. <laughs> exactly. It's, Duh. Yeah, that's exactly what she's trying to do. But, I mean, kind of feel like she should be able to profit, though, having to put up with the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I see both sides. I think that I thought since day one, and I think you agree with me on this, too, is that, I mean, Black China was probably with Rob for that last name for anyway. Yep, for the name. Exactly. She hit a gold mine. So she earned she, it. <laughs> when she decided <laughs> to get pregnant. It. With that baby. I feel like she just is checking things off the list. Check one. Baby. Get knocked up by Rob Kardashian. Uh, number two. Get that last name. Trademark. <laughs> Angelo Renee Kardashian. Yeah. Check. Yeah. Date number one. Trademark the name. That's what you got to do. That is not on date number one. It is in my book. Okay. No. At least wait till you get the ring before you Just before you, you if you think you're going to meet one of them, you just trademark the name. Or you don't even have to go on a date. Just I might meet them in my workout. Trademark. Done. <laughs> They looked in my direction. I yep. should trademark Kardashian there as the last go. name. So if there wasn't bad blood before, which they kind of already have had some beef in the back or, uh, before. Mm -hmm. I mean, the dogs are barking in the back. Beef in the back. That's like perfect for the Kardashians with the big old booties. <laughs> beef in the back. I know. Ziggy, stop. <laughs> oh my gosh. We do See, this. Ziggy doesn't like the Kardashians. We do this little here podcast that could from the comfort of my apartment. <laughs> so we have mm -hmm. two dogs running around we got ziggy and bishop in the background anyway i'll keep you guys posted on what happens with this but it's kim chloe courtney and courtney versus black china over the use of the last name and like i said i can see both sides if it's gonna be your name you should own the rights to it and now you have to tune in to find out what happens <laughs> next season yeah. on keeping up with the kardashians exactly. uh well you won't have to tune in to hgtv's flip or flop Next season to find out that uh, the stars of the show, Tarek and Christina El Musa, are no longer together. You know who I'm talking about, right? I do. I like that show. Well, I, I like all house renovation show. Property Brothers, whatever. They're all kind of the same deal. Buy the crappy house, make it awesome. I know, but what's your deal with Property Brothers? You always told me there's a rule when you're watching that show. Oh, yeah. When you're watching Property Brothers, listen, if their budget is not like 300 grand, don't don't bother. Don't it's, watch it. Yeah, it's like watching uh, House Hunters International. And they're like, they end up in a 300 square foot apartment that's worse than mine. Like, why am I watching someone <laughs> buy an apartment that is worse than the one I'm currently living in? No. So well, Property Brothers, though, if they, if they have a good budget, 300 grand, then you know it's going to be legit. It's going to be a really good yeah. transformation. Because uh -huh. sometimes they'll go and they're like, oh, we can spend 80 on the house and 50,000 on renovations. And you're just like, I mean, it'll still be really cool, but not nearly as nice as the people that go in. With, with big cash budgets. We've got standards, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, if I'm going to sit on the couch doing nothing, I need to be entertained. <laughs> well, HGTV Flip or Flop stars Tarek and Christina, they have not filed for divorce yet, but they are living separately. This comes after a big nasty fight that they had back in May. Police were involved, even a helicopter. Things got really nasty. It was um, probably over the tile. <laughs> Her... She always wants the expensive tile. 130% over budget. Always. <laughs> she Buy always it. argues with him about the freaking bathroom <laughs> tile or the kitchen tile on the backsplash. Mm -hmm. He wants $1.50 a square foot and she buys $97 a square <laughs> foot. <laughs> and then she always says, too, he's not going to be happy nope. about this, but she nope. does it anyway. Mm -hmm. 
All right, we'll blame the tile. Blame the tile. Either way, they are saying that they plan on co-parenting and continuing their professional life together, a.k.a. faking the funk for TV. I wonder if they'll do like a versus. They should do like a versus show, like who can flip the best, the best house and have it be him versus her since they're going to be divorced. Yeah, but she would be way over budget. <laughs> yeah, so she, and, he, so her, and his would be like a shack with nothing in it. <laughs> exactly. Hers would be awesome because she'd be over budget every <laughs> single time. I don't know. They... They both kind of get on my nerve. Not not her as much, I guess, although she does have resting bitch face. Mega resting bitch face. Yeah, me and my roommate were watching it, and he's just like, who is this chick? God, she's got such a resting <laughs> she, bitch face. She really does, but he annoys me too. Just his stupid commercials that are on the radio all the time. It's like, have you thought about, or it's, it's Tarek here from HGTV's Flipper Flop. Have you <laughs> thought about buying real estate in your area? Come to our free seminar. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, let me guess how free that is. Yeah. So, so annoying, those commercials. Although they obviously work because now I'm talking Mm -hmm. about them. Oh, his his voice just irritates me. I think that's what it is. Here's someone that doesn't irritate me at all, though. Jimmy Kimmel. I absolutely love him. Congratulations going out to he and his wife, Molly McNearney. The The happy couple is expecting their second child together. I absolutely love the announcement, though, that they did because he announced it at the same time as announcing the fact that he's hosting the Academy Awards this year. So he said, congratulations to me. I'm hosting the Oscars and I had sex. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that great? Jimmy I just, Fallon. Uh, I love it. Jimmy Kimmel. Kimmel, that's what I mean. Sorry. Jimmy too Kimmel. Many, too many Jimmys. It, it, what are the chances, though, honestly? I confuse them all the time. Every time I try to say one's name, I say the other. I so, know. And they're so example. different. Yeah, they're completely different. They're completely different, yeah. but it's just a it's an easy mix mm-hmm. up. Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, but what, it's Jimmy Kimmel. Why does her wife his wife have a what's her last name? Molly McNearney. Why did, how come she's not a Kimmel? Uh, I don't know. Maybe she didn't want that last hmm. name. I don't know. Molly McNearney is a cool name. Maybe his real name is Jimmy McNearney. Maybe. Maybe you're on to something. Mm-hmm. Although she sounds like an actress, Molly McNearney. Maybe that's why she didn't want to give it up. There you go. She, Ruin her, her IMDb. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, Lionel Richie, this is a very odd pair. Lionel Richie is now set to go on tour next year with Mariah Carey. In 1996. (laughs) In 2017. All right. (laughs) I'm with you. This is such an odd pairing and uh, definitely a concert tour that seemed like it would have peaked in 1996. Mm -hmm. But no, this is happening 2017. It kicks off in Baltimore March 15th. And then it's going to go for 35 shows across the U.S. and end in May. It's called All the Hits Tour. Well, she does have all the hits. He's got (laughs) a lot of them, too, I guess. It should be called She's Got All the Hits and I Have One. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't his just walking on the ceiling? What? Sunday morning. What is that? Easy like a Sunday morning. Okay. He sings that. Yes. I love when you sing. It sounds country. Haven't haven't you seen the commercials that he's in? He's in commercials right now with Peyton Manning because now Peyton Manning retired. So he's like, it's Peyton on Sunday morning. And then, oh, and no. then Peyton Manning does his little deal. Actually, I do know that commercial. Yeah. Oh, so Lionel Richie sings Staying that song. Relevant. Mm-hmm. Well, he's staying super relevant. I mean, he must be BFFs with the tour manager or somebody. There's <laughs> got to be some sort of link here because Lionel Richie, yeah, is going on tour with Mariah Carey. And uh, I get tickets, I guess, go on sale to the general public starting this Saturday. It's not free admission? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Donations at the door. <laughs> no, they have a GoFundMe for it. <laughs> Send Mariah on tour. <laughs> if you 
want us to make it to your city, you got to buy tickets. And then buy her steak up. so she'll not eat salmon. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she'll continue her salmon and capers diet. Mm-hmm. Oh On the road gosh. in the tour bus, that'll smell great. Ugh. Yeah, you'll just want to go to the tour to see if she can make it through the whole entire set without <laughs> passing out since all she's been doing is eating salmon and capers for a year. Well, if you want tickets, they are on sale. I'm not sure that or they're on sale this weekend. I'm not <laughs> Buy sure them that. now before the tour is canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Buy them now so you can get a refund later. <laughs> there you go. This is the oddest, most bizarre freaking headline of the week, but it is true. And of course, it's coming out of Hollywood. Sofia Vergara is being sued by her own embryos. There's a crazy backstory with this that I'll fill you in on. So her ex-fiance, Nick Loeb, and the uh, bombshell, Sofia Vergara, they decided back in the day that they were eventually going to try for a family together. So they decided to freeze her female eggs that he then fertilized with his sperm, or the doctors did, I guess. And now there are two female embryos that are ready for implantation. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. They are no longer together. She is happily remarried, and she upgraded. Get it, girl. She's with Joe Maginello, however you say his last name. And Nick Loeb is just, you know, left in the dust. Yeah. She's a multimillionaire, movie star, modern family star. I mean, Mm -hmm. she just is awesome. And, you know, Nick Loeb is probably a little salty about it. (laughs) Not those things. Well, back, I don't even know. It's probably been two years ago at this point. He had filed for custody of these two embryos because he's saying, listen, they're half mine. I want custody because I want to go ahead and use them with a surrogate and have these babies. Yeah. She's saying, hell to the no. You are not getting the embryos because I don't want to have babies with you anymore. So they're going to they're going to stay frozen for forever. He wants to have the kids. Well, the court ruled ruled in her favor saying, no, you're not going to get the embryos. You don't, I mean, you have half custody over them, you right. know, but you can't go ahead and get a surrogate and use these embryos. So he found a loophole. He found out that since they are embryos, that they're considered to be their human children. And now he is seeking freaking child support for the embryos. Which, that's so the whole story obviously is very strange. It's very, very strange and so convoluted too, and so in depth. I mean, I I read the whole in th- entire thing, and I still can't even really explain how this really makes all that much sense. But he is now suing her with the support of a Louisiana pro life group, saying that she needs to pay child support, and that since they're they're human embryos, even if she decides not to move forward with having you know, have them be born, that they are entitled to her massive inheritance of over a hundred million dollar fortune. That is so strange. It just sounds like he is just so Is this like his way is he trying to like win her back? Is this like his way? Okay, well (laughs) he's failing miserably (laughs) if that's the case. I don't think that that's the way to her heart. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna have our babies. No, I think he just sounds like a bitter a hole. Because it doesn't even sound, before I was thinking, all right, he has the rights to these, you know, because they're half his. Totally get that. But then when he didn't get that, to then go seek out a pro-life group in Louisiana and then have them come after her. Yeah, he seems unstable, maybe. Super unstable and looking for a paycheck is Mm -hmm. what I think. Anyway, it's going to court and Sophia, I feel like Sophia Vergara, damn. (laughs) Talk about you just want a divorce to get away from this guy. And now he's trying to find you. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) He's using your own embryos, fertilized embryos to then sue you for child support. How is that? 
how does that not come up in their breakup though? How is it one of them like, hey, remember that one time we froze our embryos? We should probably go get those. Well, that's the thing is that he didn't want to, he wouldn't agree to destroying them. Hmm. And he's using the whole pro-life debate yeah. and, uh, you know, that's a whole nother topic. But as of right now, they're, they're there, they're frozen. Jeez. And that's where she just wants them to stay. This could set the precedent, though, for anybody who engaged in a similar arrangement to have exes then come after them for child support for embryos. So if you have a, yeah, that'd you know, be nuts. a scorned ex-lover <laughs> or ex, uh, I don't even know, partner where you fertilize embryos, that's crazy that they could then sue for child support and the inheritance. Yeah. That's these, a lot of cash. These two embryos. So he would get, say something, God forbid, happened to Sofia Vergara, and then she has all this money. It would be left to her son, and then two unborn female embryos. But then the dad of them is this guy. Yeah. The crazy person. And then he would get the money. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Be careful, people. Be careful <laughs> before you decide to freeze those embryos. Make sure that person is the one. This is making headlines for all sorts of other reasons. Mick Jagger has now welcomed his eighth child at 73 years old. Papa was a rolling stone, <laughs> man. <laughs> he has welcomed a, a son with Melanie Hamrick, a 29-year-old ballerina. And, oh, their baby was born on your birthday, Mike. Yay. We share something in common. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. That's about where it Thanks. ends. Kind of appreciative. That's where it ends. <laughs> Well, they are not together, by the way, he and Melanie, but they are going to co-parent their son together. And for anyone who's keeping track, Karis Jagger, that is Mick Jagger's eldest son, is now 46. So a 46-year age difference between his eldest son and his youngest son. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of years. <laughs> it's a whole lot. Yeah, there's 10 between me and Jessica, our youngest sister. Yeah, and there's eight for Jessica and I. Yeah. And people are like, oh, wow, was that not yeah. planned or whatever? <laughs> Wait, why was it so long? How do you explain this one? 46 Jag. years. <laughs> like, what the heck? But I guess uh, congratulations to Mick Jagger mm -hmm. on his eighth baby. Congratulations, too, to Malika from Keeping Up with the Kardashians, Chloe's BFF. She and Ronnie from the Jersey Shore are now an item. This is an unlikely pair. They were spotted yesterday at the Rams game out in L.A. and a few other Hollywood hotspots. They reportedly met while shooting the TV show Famously Single, which is famously awful, but yet amazing because mm -hmm. I watch it. It's on VH1. It's a train wreck. But it's so addictive and a new season's coming out. So some people are saying that it's all for publicity to get people to tune in to the VH1 show. But other people are saying, no, it's legit. They are a pair. What's the, which, which is the guy? What's the guy? Ronnie from the Jersey Shore. What happened to... Um, he was with Sam. Yeah, what happened to Sammy? Oh, no. They were on again, off again, on again, off again. Mm. So they're off again. Uh -huh. Which is why he's on Famously Single. Yeah. Which is starting a new season of VH1. <laughs> Usually right here is where I would do the follow of the day, but I don't have one that I was re really wanting to share this week that I was particularly excited about like I normally am. So if you have a follow of the day and you would love to share it with me, go ahead and send it to me. You can email it to me, melanie at melaniemineau.com, like trying to get Bishop over here <laughs> to stop making noise in the background. Uh, you can email it to me, melanie at melaniemineau.com. You can tweet it to me, tweet to Melanie M. You can tag me if it's an Instagram page at Melanie Minot. Just get it to me somehow and we can share it and I'll give you the credit too for sending it to me, the follow of the day. So an account that you like on social media that you follow. It's time for our heart happy story and this one is courtesy of Jimmy Fallon and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, I love them. And now you put them together and on top of that, you add in a tearful 
military holiday surprise. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. That's the trifecta. (laughs) That is the trifecta. This is so good. And just Kleenex warning because this is so heartwarming that you will get chills. You will cry. It's adorable. The clip is, is rather long, so I won't play the entire thing. But The Rock was on The Tonight Show, and he was promoting, obviously, Fast, Fast 8 or yeah. Furious yep, yep. 8 or whatever it mm-hmm. is. He was on there, and he said, you know what? I would like to give back to a military family that's in the audience. Well, it wasn't just somebody in the audience. It ended up being a staff member on The Tonight Show, a producer for the show. Her name is Karina Caballon. She herself used to be in the military and met her husband while they were overseas. He is still deployed overseas and wasn't going to be home for the holidays. So she was not expecting it at all. And she's the producer. So you would think that she would know what was going on. But it turns out that uh, Jimmy Fallon was able to pull the entire thing off with the help of all the obviously the other producers and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Here is just a little clip of The Rock. He goes through the audience first. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm going to pull someone from the audience yeah. and surprise them. There's probably some, it wasn't like a lady in the audience like, oh, my husband's my a boy. <laughs> it's me. And then she's like, oh, oh he's not. that's terrible. He's not coming home. Well, he goes, yeah, we don't, I don't see the person in the audience. And then they go back to the control room. And, and then some lady tries to grab The Rock too. I know some lady <laughs> did try to grab him. And so I'm thinking, oh, is she really excited? Does she have someone overseas? She just wants to touch The Rock. Yeah. She was, afterwards she goes, oh my God, oh my God. You can lip read her. <laughs> she was, she was so excited. But he goes into the control room and he pulls off a great surprise. Surprises the woman with her husband. Husband. Here is the little clip. <laughs> How you doing? Hi. It's so good to meet you. And um, and I, I heard that uh, that you met your husband when you were uh, you were both deployed in uh, in Iraq. Yeah. Ah, okay. And your husband's name is Todd. Yeah. Yeah. And he is uh, he's a um, a master sergeant. Yeah. In the U.S. Air Force. He is. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh-huh. And um, and. You guys have been living apart for the past year and a half because he's 5,000 miles away. So, Karina, what Jimmy and I wanted to do for you, we just wanted to thank you and your husband for your service and your sacrifice. And, uh, and I personally heard you are the most amazing person. And um, we, uh, we wanted to bring your husband home for you in the holidays. Turn around and hug your husband. <laughs> Group hug, group hug group with hug. Jimmy Fallon in The Rock. He just wants to hug The Rock, too. Oh, she's in full-blown tears. Jimmy Fallon is even tearing up. It is such a good video and definitely worth a watch. Jimmy and Dwayne Johnson surprise Tonight Show staffer if you want to watch it for yourself. But, uh, I just absolutely love that. You guys can always send me your heart happy stories too if you find them as well. Some of you guys already do and I greatly, greatly appreciate it. So feel free to go ahead and send me more as you find them. That's a wrap for the show though. Michael, thank you again for You're being welcome. on. Mm-hmm. Thank you again for not asking for a paycheck. <laughs> or you just, you've got a running tally uh, this is, point. Yeah, I got a tally in my phone. <laughs> okay, well that's good to know. Well, in that case, I want to remind everybody that if you are doing some holiday shopping, make sure you do so through that affiliate link that's on MelanieMinot.com. If you do your holiday shopping on there, I'll get some money and then I can do some holiday shopping. 
and maybe even pay my goal to be yeah, on this yeah. podcast. Pay off my tally. <laughs> exactly. While you're on my website too, check out the new blog section. I'm posting up some fashion blogs on there, the video section as well, because Vlogmas, Vlogmas 2016 is in full swing. Had some issues uploading videos, but I do have one Vlogmas video up there and another one is going up tonight and hopefully another one by the end of this week. So if you want to follow along on my Vlogmas 2016 adventures, make sure you head over to MelanieMinot.com. Do I burn the bread in, in, in Vlogmas 1 or 2? In Vlogmas 1. Oh, spoiler alert. I burned the bread. <laughs> there you go. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. I heart you guys so, so much. Have a great week. Bye, everyone. Sorry, gotta go, go, Sorry, gotta go, go, Say bye-bye. It's the Melly Nimmino Show. Follow her on Insta at Melly Nimmino. Hit her with a D. And none for Gretchen Wieners.